Okay. I'm not going to even count you down. You just flow with it. Go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Count me down. Okay, I will count you down then. Count it in your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In five, four, three. This is a much better intro. <laughs> and with that, I want to say welcome to everyone who's in the live chat room and who's just listening on our iTunes stream. Welcome to another podcast of Pixelate Podcast, episode number 24. I'm your host, Nelson. Wait, do the events in this podcast happen in real time? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, for a whole hour, I guess, if you can say. It doesn't happen in 24 hours. And then maybe the fifth season of this podcast falls down the tubes very quickly and sucks. Like by episode four. I just like the episode. Actually, I only like the first season. And after that, I was like, yeah, I can't take it anymore. I like the first two seasons a lot. The third season was okay. Four was like a chore. Hmm. So today on the podcast, my co-host, it's basically a party in here. Uh, we have James... Joe the Peacock, ah! whoa, uh, Jessica, and Raul. And for some reason, Joe requested my niece and nephew to be in today's podcast, so you might hear them in the background, uh, Lena and John John. Hi. Uh, so that's John John. Anyways. They probably have very vital opinions on topics of which we are very interested. I doubt. I Who are their favorite Pokemon? I want another. Okay, okay. Joe is asking, <laughs> who is your favorite Pokemon? It's a podcast. You gotta be fast. Pikachu. Oh, Pikachu and uh, uh, Dialga. What? There's a new Pokemon named Dialga. Dioga. Dialga. Dialga. I don't even. <coughs> there's too many po- uh, Pokemon to. Zydok. No. Zydok. <laughs> I, I don't know. So. Bobasar. Jason. I know you heard us. Yes, I. Station is not a Pokemon. He should be, because <laughs> he evolves too. I mean, he becomes oh, a bigger station. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you guys don't know that reference, Bill and Ted. Fuck yeah. Watch it. Yeah, you didn't know that reference till the end of CES. That is true. You guys. Have Here's the evolution movie. ceremony yeah. of Bulbasaur. This must be the mysterious garden. You <laughs> thought I was making it up. <laughs> oh trance out to that. I, I wouldn't doubt there's a techno remix out there floating around. Oh, there room. is. There's plenty. Okay, no, don't play it. I just, no. We gotta move on. Alright, so usually we go around the table uh, asking what we all did for the past week, but I think, I don't know if we'll have enough time for everyone. Should we still do it? I don't give a crap. Only if you don't drag it out. Uh, well, well, drag Joe, out. Drag, Joe drags everything. Once he's, uh, once especially you get... my testicles, because they're huge. Oh. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> huge testicles. <clears throat> all right, well, okay. Let's go around the table real quick. James, what you been doing for the past week? Uh, had an on-call week with work, so I kind of couldn't do much. Uh, did get to do a double feature of Avatar and Legion this weekend. Oh, nice. 
Legion was a letdown. Uh, Avatar was freaking awesome. I acted like a dork in the audience, and my wife called me on it. Why? What did you do? Uh, I was pointing and jumping and slapping. And it was just, it was a, it was a horrible scene. Well, like you're excited and like pointing out all the cool things. Fuck yes. Jessica and I were, um, were like the effect when they're walking over logs on the trees and they would just light up, kind of like Michael Jackson, Billie Jean type of deal. I don't know. For some reason, we're all giddy because of that. Um, Joe, what you been doing for the past week? Uh, my week last week was garbage. Sucked ass. Um, but wasn't so, it your birthday? It was. Which Happy one? birthday, dude. I'm 33. Dude, that's Ouch. Awesome. <clears throat> Nearly a third of a century. Well, congratulations. Well, if you, look at it, if you look at it on the positive side, it's half the average lifespan, so. I'm not worried about growing older, man. I mean, that's that's kind of cool to get older and you know still be able to walk or whatever. Um, you know, the way I see it, the older I get, the less excuse everyone else has in the world for you know fucking up because I know better. You know, and so you reach that age at one point when you just pater- you become cantankerous. You know, you can get away with saying whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, no one's going to because you're an old man. man. You know, I'm looking forward to that day. That's going to be kind of cool. All right, and uh, we still have to catch up with you, but you finished the marathon. Oh, I did. I am now the marathoners I respect, guys. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, hooray for me. Yeah. Congratulations, dude, and congratulations on, like, blowing past that so-called wall. Yeah, I'll show you the, uh, the, the medal. Check it out. There it is. Mickey Mouse. Here's the Mickey Mouse medal. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. You guys are the worst harmony. That's how we should sign off today. No. No, no, no. Okay, another thing I did this week is I bought a new rug for my office because my cat kept pissing on the other one, and it's bamboo. And my wheels won't go over the edge of it without making <laughs> it all wrinkled up. It's kind of, it's annoying. Oh, all right. Well, happy birthday and congratulations, Joe. Birthday. Thank you. Hooray for me. Jessica, what have you been doing? Um, that thing last week, but I started my first, my new job today. Yay, production artist. Ooh. Did you call her earlier, Nelson? What did you call her? He called me a bitch. I meant Uh-oh. design bitch. <laughs> you know what? You know what Dustin did to me earlier on the phone? Oh, no, no. I do. He called you asshole. I called him and I said, what's up, Nelly? And he goes, you were going to say something else that began with N, weren't you? And I said, what would I say? He goes, because he said, Nelly, like that. <laughs> and, and that's the, the first place you went. And he said, no. And I said, are you inferring that I would have called you such a horrible racist slur? <laughs> and he said, Yes. And I'm, you know, the back of my mind, I'm thinking you're not even black. But furthermore, that word is scrubbed permanently out of my brain. I live in Atlanta. You can't say that word here. They arrest you. It's awful. <laughs> it's just you can't do that. And Nelson assumed that I would be so crass and so racist and bigoted <laughs> to say something that way. And I think it's because I'm white. I think Nelson's a racist. No, no. I, you held the end long. <clears throat> and Nelly, he was, you, play, he, he was you, playing the brown card. 
Just, just face it. You hate white people. Yep. If I did, why, why are you guys my friends? Yeah. Why, why do you play? Uh, why do you play music at five thirty in the morning? Yeah. You gotta fuck take, with the man. Out of us slowly. Nelson's a sexist, racist bastard. Oh, okay. Anyways, what uh, else have you been doing, Jessica? Nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I uh, leveled up my farm and I beat Andrew. <laughs> Farmville. You know, <laughs> oh, Doc, yeah, that's right. There's an article on MTV mul- Multiplayer that Dr. Phil actually had to confront a Farmville addict or something. What? Yeah, some weird shit. I'll, I'll link it on the show notes, but... You just included Dr. Phil and Farmville in the same sentence. I Fuck did. You. <laughs> I don't know. I, I watched her play Farmville, and I'm like, it's boring. It's boring. exciting and magical. How is it magical? Yeah, it's oh, so you get to click like, on things. Ooh, a yeah. lonely duck. A lonely duck walk into my farm. Ooh. Yeah, you have to like let your friends adopt him or her. Yeah, I got a turtle that way and a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I got a green cow that way. <laughs> I guess if someone used those little wall socket safety plugs to plug every socket in my house and I couldn't lick them anymore, I might play Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me go to your house and just like, you know, do that. Is that how desperate you are for me to play Farmville? <laughs> Actually, I, I, just, I could get a better farm if you you played Farmville. Here's how exactly. crazy. Cult. <clears throat> here's how crazy Jessica is with Farmville, Okay. She started a farm for me so she can upgrade her farm. Yeah, and I did. What, what size farm do you have now? I don't have. I don't play it. It's not talking to you. It's not so, talking to you. Shit. <laughs> no. Why is it always going to be about you? No, Nelson? it's not. I know you me. damn racist. No. Oh, God. Egotistical, <laughs> racist, misogynist, factory. <laughs> I know. Jesus. Oh, uh. I have a big family farm. I'm almost like to the plantation one. Oh, lucky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Your girlfriend's about to have a plantation you're calling me right? <laughs> Well, at least Nelly could run it. Yeah. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> so I'm guessing... We have single-handedly set the civil rights movement back a hundred years, folks. Hey, what's the thing in um, um, The Color Purple? Feely. We'll do it, Nelson. Do it to the camera. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. <laughs> Moving on. Bye, What you've been doing for the past week? Well, uh, I got around to beating Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, been packing. And uh, this weekend hung out with some old friends and uh, went to a Smash Brothers Melee tournament that a friend of mine put on. Oh, cool. and it, was, it was great. Did you play? Uh, not in the tournament because I'm not that good. Oh, so I just, you know, I just played... Yeah, uh, well, I'm rusty, and I was never really that good to begin with, so I just decided to play friendly matches against people. Okay. You know, I didn't want to waste my money on something I was going to get knocked out in the first round. How much is it to go in? It was only five bucks, oh. but I'm broke, <laughs> so five bucks is a lot for me right now. All right, all right. So, question? Yeah. Question, did you, did you, how'd you get through the mermaid level? Because that one really almost killed Kingdom Hearts 2 for me. Uh, I, I stuck out with it only just because I... Wanted to get wanted to get all the worlds because I was playing it on proud mode and if you get if you beat all the worlds and like seal their keyholes you get the secret ending. Uh, so I so I used the motivation of the secret ending to get through the Little Mermaid level because that 
that place is horrible and I never want to go back. <laughs> even even when they sang the Finny Finny so- fun oh, song. Oh God, don't don't remind me. I have nightmares. Oh, God, you guys are fingering keyholes and mermaids and shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck did I tune into? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pixelated Podcast. Keyhole fingering mermaid levelers. That's That's How would you do that? Podcast. Don't want to. Why do I? No, let's not, let's not dive into that one. Uh, uh, I see what you did right there. All right. Um, so, anything else, you, uh, anything else you do, Raul? Uh, no, that was pretty much my week. All right. My week has been full of uh, work, but the weekend was awesome because I got to play two cool games. I got this from uh, last week from our buddy at Capcom, Dark Void and Tatsunoko versus Capcom. So nice, two cool games. This game doesn't. I got it last week. Come, uh, it doesn't even come out till tomorrow. I was like, holy crap! Look at that. It's it's a button mashing game. I don't know how to do stuff yet, but I will I will try to learn it. And it's weird that it's a fighter game on the Wii and I never thought, you know, never thought it would look pretty, but it does. So that's basically my week. Oh, and uh catching up with uh Battlestar Galactica a little bit more. Uh just watched two filler episodes. Um yeah, I didn't get to see Caprica. Hey, Andrew, did you did you watch Caprica? Uh, no, because it was just the pilot again, and I rented the pilot on Netflix, so figured I didn't need to watch it edited. So okay, and they said uh, there was news that uh, PlayStation Three owners on the PlayStation Network can download the pilot episode for free. Oh, awesome! I have to go do that. Yeah, you might want to do that. Uh, makes me want to get a PS Three. All right, so Ooh. moving on. Let's start. Aww. What? You want to talk about Battlestar? Oh. No, you're skip me. Yeah, you no, skipped I didn't. it. I was about yeah, to call you did. Did. Yes, you did. I went down the list and... I think he's pretty Racist. sure he didn't get to say what he did, you dumb fuck. Racist? I let, the, I let Joe and James... T- you let, yeah, but yeah. you let Andrew. Okay, the last I'm, white guy, you just throw me under a bus. Andrew, I know, for I'm real. Sorry. Go. Andrew, I'm sorry. What have <laughs> are you, you been Are you really sorry? Yes. I think I need some reparations, man. <laughs> Jesus Make sure you get all 40 acres there, Andrew. <laughs> On my farm bill. <laughs> <laughs> and your Repossess your plantation there, Nelson. <laughs> all right. Uh, Andrew, what have you been doing for the past week? Uh, bracing Do you really for, care? Uh, Do you really care? <laughs> yes, I care. Joe, come on, man. <laughs> I, I need to know snap. He's going to snap. You can see the, just the vein in his head just throbbing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. Go, go ahead. Okay. Uh, basically, I'm bracing for tonight's uh, midnight launch of Mass Effect 2. So yes! I went, you're you're, uh, you're going to be standing in line tonight? Uh, not really standing in line, but showing up probably like at 11.30 and, you know, just waiting the 30 minutes or whatever to pick up my game and collector's edition strategy guide. Yes, yeah. sir. Same here. Woo! Nice. How, how did your shepherd turn out? My shepherd? Yeah. Uh, from the end of Mass Effect 1? Yar. Uh, let's see, I played a female skinhead, uh, redheaded shepherd who was a lesbian. Kicked ass. Did um, you get down with the blue chick? Oh, yeah. Big time. Why wouldn't I? 
I don't want to watch like a girl get down with a dude. That's boring. Not as fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. I ended up getting the best ending. I, you know, I actually was lucky. I didn't read any strategy guides. I hate, I hate the strategy guides for the the Bioware games. Um, for the most part, because they they kind of ruin everything. Yeah, I waited until I finished the game and then went back and was like, okay, what missions did I end up missing? Yeah, exactly. I am looking so forward to just diving into that game. I, I'll, I'll tell you that. Are we just going to roll on into Mass Effect? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. All yeah. right. So, first right. top, uh, oh. the summary of topics that we have today are Mass Effect 2. Uh, people want it to go into a film adaptation. Uh, we can talk about Jessica's uh, first day as a production artist. And then. Nothing exciting. App, uh, the Apple Keynote and the Isolate and maybe Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's not happening. Yeah, let me go ahead and tell you, man. This will be the first week I haven't hated on everything because I'm pretty much down for just about all of this stuff. Cool. All right. I can't believe it. Like, you picked some great topics this time for once. It was yeah. a collaboration. It wasn't just me who picked it, so. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, Mass Effect 2. I mean, I, I'll tell you, it. like, I loved uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I've been a Morrowind fan, you know, um, all of those sorts of games. And, you know, Knights of the Old Republic kicked ass. But Mass Effect, I didn't know what opera without the Star Wars characters it was going to blow. And it ended up owning my life for like 60 hours. I loved it very much. And uh, have since gone back and beaten it four more times. Um, Damn. So I'm just super excited about this game. Very, very excited. So so here here's the question like are you scared though about the possibility of Mass Effect 2 the ending No no I'm I'm actually uh I have full faith um I was a little disappointed in uh Knights of the Old Republic 2 but then again it wasn't truly done by BioWare um That's true So I I have full full faith and I really think that they're going to respect the franchise I think they're going to do a great job with it um and have you heard that a lot of people who tuned in to the live podcast and stuff, or live uh, the live chat discussing the trailer, were getting spoilers thrown at them from beta players? Oh, yeah. really? And people yeah. who've already downloaded the, the torrent for PC. Yeah, I yeah. only popped in there for a second. I was like, shit, I could win something? And then I was like, oh, I'm out. No, yeah. I purposely stayed away from it. I, I couldn't bear to hear that, because I kind of had a heads up that that was going to happen from someone who I know did that. Um, and they are of course very scared to do that to me cause I'll kill them with. Yeah. There thing. is, there is one thing that I'm terrified because I have like my one character in the entire series that I really want to see progress more and I'm really excited, but scared that he might not, you know, be there. Who? I, I Rex. I'm a Rex fiend. Oh, he's, he's in the game. Okay. I keep on seeing he's, the grunt. He's in all thing. the commercials and everything. You've seen him. Okay. I, I got terrified the other day that like none of my characters from the original, and I was going to just have to deal with the uh, the loyalist, the psycho, and the I don't know. I like the assassin guy. I thought that guy looked badass. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that um, there are three callovers from the first Mass Effect that get pulled in, but I'm not. Again, I don't know. Yeah, um, we'll know tonight. <laughs> well, I know, I know who's not going to be there because I, I chose to kill him in the the last one. But well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I went through all those permutations, and I have to say the absolute most satisfying ending was that one. Hmm. So, so here's another question. Did you, did you save the council? Oh, yeah, the first time around? Yes. Because mm-hmm. that was another uh, thing I was considering what was going to happen, because I saw a trailer where they're like, uh, they said like the humans were in control of the council. 
And I was wondering if that was like the uh, start of the new game if you didn't save the council. Yeah, I'm not sure that any of the endings tie into what's happening now. I think they they wanted to stay agnostic a lot like they did with Niceville Republic 2. Um, hopefully that's the only, um, you know, corollary there because I, I really don't want Niceville Republic 2. That, that game actually really was disappointing. I, I never I never played it. I played Nightsville Republic One and was like hooked like no other. Oh yeah, it dominated my life when I got it. So here's a question for you, Mass Effect uh, fans: Are you are you okay with Hollywood making a Mass Effect film? Sure, they don't need my permission. I mean, it's not like I can stop them. Well, you know, like sometimes when <laughs> video game adaptation from video game to film, you know, it all falls apart. Like, for example, Super Mario Doom. Brothers, Doom. Um, Andrew, how do you feel about it? Um, to, to be honest, I'm a little bit excited. Um, but at the same time, I'm skeptical that they would make something decent out of it. But, you know, it, it just depends. Like, it's like uh, what we're talking about with the WoW movie. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if BioWare maintains control over it, I'm more than down. But if, like, EA's marketing team gets a hold of it, I, I would be terribly frightened because, like, their Dragon Age Origins marketing was just stupid as shit. Like, the whole Marilyn oh, yeah. Manson with the... Yeah, that was retarded. And they kind of did the same thing to the, the Bioware uh, Mass Effect stuff. You know, well, like, think, ooh, the psychopath and... Yeah, oh, the point of... I mean, if if you look at the marketing for a lot of great stuff, like, there's a video floating out there of the commercial, the very first commercial for the pilot of Firefly. Um most, if not all, advertising when it goes commercial like that is trying to entice the broadest audience possible. And I think, like, especially with Dragon Age, Dragon Age was a was a bit of a departure for um, Bethesda to try and lure the the casual gamer into an RPG style game. Um, so I think they were trying to you know play up the whole hey you get to come in here and start slaying people and then there's elf sex you know. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. And then it's kind of interesting, too, because when you turned on Dragon Age, you had that, like, burly, like, bloody dragon thing flying around, and then it, like, exploded into, like, a Bioware, like, bloody logo. And yeah. then, then you get to the actual main screen, and it's like like Legend of Zelda. You have, like, a sword in, like, a, a stone, and they're playing, like, oh, 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 music, and you're like, wait, what? You know, <laughs> is this the same game? Because just moments ago, it's like, ba-dum, 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 and you're just like, what? what, what? <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I still haven't gotten past, I'd say, the first third of Dragon Age. I, I had it, like, the week of my book release, and I wanted to just kind of forget the world and play it for a little while. And I haven't popped in since. Um, yeah, maybe I kind of feel like, bad about that, too. I have it sitting there. I actually almost popped it in uh, after Mass Effect, but then I was like, I'm just going to wait for Mass Effect 2 to come out. Yeah, I think Mass Effect 2 is the first game I've truly looked forward to in a very long time. Yeah, um, same here. It's just been so hard to kind of give my heart over to a game in the past year well, and a half. Even. I would say almost since Oblivion. Yeah, um, you, you look at the, the, the disappointments we had. I mean, like Halo. I mean, like Halo like 2 oh, was awesome. Start. Yeah. <laughs> and then Halo 3, you're like, what the fuck? You know, really? Is this where we're going with it? Yeah, like, I wanted so badly to fall in love with Fallout 3, and I did beat it once. Um, but when I say fall in love, I'm talking about, yeah, now, I go way back. Like, um, I, my favorite game of all time is XCOM. Um, like, I adore that game. That and Privateer, Wing Commander Privateer, are my two favorite games ever made. And if anyone ever remade XCOM, I would just 
you know, eat it alive and never leave my computer ever. Um, but since then, let's see, games that have completely engrossed me. Uh, Prince of Persia for SNES, that game kicked ass and, and ate my world away. Tetris. Um, let's see. It's what about really Frogger? Hard. You to throw Dig Dug in there? <laughs> no, I'm not going to go that far. I mean, the machine games are fun and all. Uh, my wife is a fanatic for the Pac-Man, Dig Dug, Galaga trio. Um, yeah, none of the Zeldas actually ate my life. I thought it was a good game. It was cool. Not even Gold Ocarina? Uh, not even Ocarina. I, I beat it, and then I moved on. Like, it didn't make me keep coming back. Um, wow. I think it was the best Zelda game of all time. I'm agreeing with Kev Cool here, but it wasn't a game that just ate me alive, you know? Um, but GoldenEye ate me alive. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun game. Yeah, and then, I guess, Half-Life, Half-Life 2, and then Morrowind and, and, and Oblivion. That's about it. Those are the only games I can think of where I would just sit down and forget what day it was, you know, because I've been playing for two or three days straight. And Mass Effect would be the closest thing to that since Oblivion came out. Yeah, that, that one did eat away my life pretty substantial. It's just, it feels like, it never feels like you're wasting time. You don't feel like you're churning, ever. Even no, when you're no. harvesting crap or looking for tags or, you know, you just want to build up some money. or You don't ever feel like you're completely wasting time. I mean... What I liked the, the most was just the dialogue system was not just good, good medium and like like a complete cockmaster. Yeah, you know, it was like it was a very well rounded you know dialogue system to where it was like not not all the good shit worked out and not all the bad shit worked out. It was kind of yeah, it, it, it treated your personality the way it should have been treated. Not you know you have this you know <laughs> one side of the coin versus the other side of the coin. You know. <laughs> Like, you know, bad people do bad things. No, sometimes good people do good stuff and shit blows up in their face, you know? All right. Most of those games you've been leaving off, I'm, I'm sorry to say that I've never touched. Uh, Mass Effect is the only one that I, I really want you just to, to, to whiz through. Is, do you have it for Xbox? Oh yeah, I have it up for X. I got and the Super let, Collector's Edition set over here. Bar- let me borrow that and dude, just go get the downloadable version off Xbox uh, Marketplace. Twenty bucks. It's a bargain. I mean, it's a it's a or I for can a borrow, huge game. Or I can borrow it from from Andrew. Yeah, well, the thing is, if you borrow it, you're not going to give it back. Um, I mean, for the money, it is by far the best. You know, ratio of playability to to expenditure. It's not like one of these games you go. You know, I, I recently picked up Bayonetta, and I've only played through like the first level or so. It looks like it's going to be fun, and, and it looks like a game I'm going to play and then beat it and then move on with my life. You know, um, it's, There's only a few games I, I have that are just – I keep coming back, and I won't leave them alone. Well, I know? think Andrew will let me borrow it for a good amount of time. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, for a while, but you better, you better give it back because I have to replay Mass Effect 1 and import another character to Mass Effect 2. Okay, well, whenever you're done with it, you know, like, it's not one of those games I'm, like, dying to play, so... What, what are you doing tonight? Are you seriously going to come down here? Well, maybe not that far. Yeah, yeah, I'm That's like... It's going to take you, like, four Six minutes. hours. <laughs> How many borders do I have to cross again? <laughs> do I need my visa? I'm not in South Yeah, America. you might want to watch out. This racist might deport you. That's true. I might get down there and, like, get shot or something. Yeah. Never mind that you're American. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna send you somewhere else. And a doctor. Anyways, and a doctor. Uh, next topic on the list: Apple Keynote. 
is by the time I post this, it'll be one day away. So Apple Keynote, what are you all expecting? Uh, we talked about it last week, but there's the rumor mill is like churning like crazy for the iSlate and the new OS for the iPhone and all this crazy stuff and so much fake Photoshop stuff going around. Uh, Raul, are you are you into any of this? I'm interested in the iSlate. Okay. What for? Wow. <laughs> Don't expand on that at all. <laughs> I know. I like an ice lake. Move on. I like milk. <laughs> <laughs> the green is my color favorite. I really have nothing more to say. I think I've I've said all I've wanted to say about it in the last couple of podcasts that we've talked about it. I like toitles. <laughs> did, did you it before? Toitles. All right, what did you say before about the ice lake then? It's like a big iPod touch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only better. How can you say that? You don't even they haven't unveiled it yet. I mean, who knows? Who has pretty, a clue? Well, I mean, that's that's what, you know, rumors rumors about about it. Eh. The the latest this- the, the latest thing to as far as the rumor mills is just quotes from Steve Jobs saying it's the one of the most important things I've made, or this is going to be the greatest thing I've ever made, or, or something like that. And he's just hyping it up like crazy. Well, I give you Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> the it just caught on fire by itself. <laughs> I love that sketch. That is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, does he have any children? Does Steve have any children? Um, yeah, the iPod, the Mac. Any little jobs? Because, <laughs> you know, if he does have kids and he said that this is the greatest thing he's ever created, that's got to be a pretty bad slap in the face for your kids. <laughs> yeah, the kids are just crying. <laughs> well, I how mean, many people kids change the world, though? I mean, you know, let's be honest. In terms of, like, if my mother made the iPhone and me, she got a lot more mileage out of the, the iPhone. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like in terms of people who use it and like it, like most people who use me don't really like it. Ouch! What? That's true. I'm, I'm I'm objectionable. Now, this will be the first ever Apple event that I've ever tuned into one of the live blogging anything's ever. Um, I bought the hype. I want the isolate badly. Yeah. I have a I have a thousand bucks set aside in a little savings account that I put away for it about a year ago. Knowing it was coming, um, and I've purposely avoided buying any kind of netbook or uh, mid-size tablet, anything like that. Like I, I want, I want that device. Yeah, there's um, people are calling it. There's a hashtag around Twitter, uh, Mac Crack, and I don't know. I'm I'm feeding into it. I'm like for some reason, I I know I don't need the isolate, but the rumor mill is churning so fast. I'm like, I, I kind of want it. I don't know why. I want it. Well, regardless of the rumor mill, I'll tell you some things that are going to happen with it. A, it's going to kill the Kindle, absolutely destroy it. Oh yeah, uh, no doubt. And the what's the Barnes and Noble version? The Nook. The Nook. It's going to destroy all ebook readers. It's going yeah. to be a phenomenal, like transportable media player. So well, you I think your- the, I think Kindle's aware of it too. I mean, they just didn't they do like just an update for their Kindle? What did they do? Um, I think they like made like a global version of it, and then like made like a new souped up version of the Kindle. They yeah. like they did like two things. They were like, "Oh shit, you know, the isolate's coming. We gotta make our thing look pretty now." Well, that's the thing is that you know, 
the other thing it's going to do is it's going to put um, everything that you thought was cool about the Microsoft Surface. You remember that stupid computer table they debuted like three years ago? Yep. All the cool stuff you thought about, that's real now. It's going to happen. You can carry it around. Wait a minute. So, well, the ice, uh, I mean, the Surface was cool because it can recognize things uh, with cameras from under the, the, the screen, you know? like you put- It wasn't with cameras. It was with RFID, um, mm-hmm. according to the spec. Oh, my bad. But it can... Yeah. So you're saying that the isolate sooner or later, if someone makes an app for it, could recognize things you put on top of it? Well, think about it this way. Um, you can already determine proximity through Bluetooth with any connected device by the radio wave. Um, it can actually tell you how far away or how close it is just by echolocation location through the radio wave. Why not? I mean, I can totally see that happening with capacitor touch. Stick something with an RFID on it or, or through Bluetooth or whatever, and it'll recognize there's weight here. And is it the Bluetooth item that's zero feet away? Yeah, let's see what it is. Um, you know, sorting and shuffling pictures, gaming. Uh, <laughs> you thought it was cool to play ice hockey on your iPhone? How is uh, gaming going to work on that, though? I, mean, ooh, ooh, I got an idea. I got an idea. Go, go. Okay, so say like you have four people that have like an ice light, right? Oh. You put them down on the table like you would do for D&D. And each person could have their own little D and D like table, and then you could have your character like march along to their isolate to the other isolate and do like a full on, you know, D and D kind of like Surface, but you guys could have your own individual isolates. Well, hey, make it even easier. Why do you need four isolates? Have one isolate, yeah, one, um, and have each corner be you know your your character sheet, and you can play D and D you know tabletop gaming that way. Mm-hmm. But more than that, you know. My hope is I, I'm, I'm avoiding all rumor mill garbage. Like I don't care about the processor. I don't care about how big or how small. I'm just thinking about the, the potential for a Mac OS X driven tablet. And my hope is that there's you know Bluetooth keyboard enabling because I'd love to make this my new computer. I, I would yeah. walk around with this and do whatever I wanted. But, I mean, if you do it right, you know, sell a stylus. You've just replaced every Wacom tablet in the world um, oh, wow. with Photoshop. You know, I mean, the the possibilities are pretty huge, and it isn't like this I, has been you know explored with other tablet machines. I think you just guess, sold me on that Wacom part. Yeah, the Wacom yeah. is the biggest thing for me. I mean, this is a Cintiq. It, yeah, it's a Cintiq right in your hands. You know? Exactly. Okay, now I want it. Now I want it. Oh my god! I, I just, I really hope they have like stylus, ca- you know, capabilities built into it. That's my only hope. You know, yeah, there's going to be an app oh, for that. It may not run Photoshop pure, but. I mean, like, I use ArtRage, and I use, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking through my apps right now. Yeah, I use uh, a Sketchbook or whatever it's called. Yeah, I use ArtRage, I use Sketchbook, I use uh, Painter, um, and, like, Corel Paint. Um, Corel Paint 12 is, it runs on most smaller machines that I've messed with. It's not as nearly as heavy as Photoshop. Any of those things would be fun as hell. And yeah, you just need something to do, like, quick inks on or something like that. Yeah, it's not like you really need Photoshop for full-blown image editing to do what you would want to do on that machine anyway. No, yeah, you just you carry it around like your own little personal like sketch pad with you all over the place. Yep. Without having to carry all the fucking papers and worry about, you know, ruining them and shit. And then if you played any of the two-touch games on a on an iPhone, I mean, like I've been playing um like a couple of the RPGs, I played uh Nova, which is basically Halo. Um, I mean, it, it's as close to Halo as you're going to get on an iPhone, that's for sure. Storyline and everything. And then uh, Meteor Blitz, one of the best uh, two-thumb apps I've ever played ever, um, including Geometry Wars on the Xbox. And, you know, you get something like that on a 10-inch screen, 
possibilities get larger and larger, you know? So Chrissy Kins in the chat room is asking, can the Isolate play Farmville? If you're getting Isolate just to play Farmville, something's wrong with you. Wrong yes. with that? I think if you play Farmville, something's wrong with you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's Mafia Wars. Come on. How dare you? <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, I'm glad that Jessica like uh, got off of her addiction to at least one of those kind of games. Cafe World's gone from her from her app. Hooray! That game sucked. It did. After Farmville. Ah. Yeah, my farm is dead. Actually, I changed my island paradise to like the island of death because I'm just going to let everything rot. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Isolate. I, I want it now. I, I'm finally sold on it. But oh, really? Oh, really? Really? Yeah, we'll talk later, Jessica. Yeah, wait, wait. Sure. I just want to ask you a question because um, I think I posted this at CES. Um, do you want it more than the Nexus One? I don't want the Nexus One. But you were all like Nexus One. Yeah, like, and then I saw the price of it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Never mind. It's, it's not as impressive as I wanted it to be. Yeah, and I and there's news out there about that uh, that Google's customer support can't handle uh, the calls and everything because they don't have enough customer support to. Which is sad because they only sold fifty thousand units in their first week. I mean, it's it it's a disappointment mostly because I think everyone's been clamoring for an iPhone two or um, a successor to iPhone or something that would at least come close. And yeah, it comes kind of close, but it's not. I mean, Android as a platform is neat. It would be fantastic if the iPhone had never existed, ever. I would be all about it. It would destroy, and, like, Palm. Android but, would be a lot better if it had the hardware to support it. I mean, some of the hardware that they've been loaded on is relatively limited. Uh, I G1, agree. G1 was cool. I have one. It does a hell of a lot, but, you know, the onboard memory is pretty small, and unless you root it and hack it up, you know, you're not going to get the most out of it. All right. So Wednesday is when it's happening. Go to your local blog to check out the others the, for the news about it. We'll probably have news about it after we see it on like Gizmodo or. So, so we're still not invited. No. Oh. I mean, come on, really? No, no one knows us except for Joe. He knows. Well, us. I figured Raul could go down there. He's in San Fran, right? Or Jamie or James T. Yeah, there we go. Raul, see if you can crash the keynote. I have no way of getting there. Yeah, if they crash the White House, you should be able to crash a keynote, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I have absolutely no way of getting to Cupertino. That's not that close. I'm broke. No, you you have magical wings. You're like a Keyblade Master or something, right? (laughs) Summon the genie. He could carry you on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I've lost all my summons. Oh, so there we so there even infrared. I have one yes. you can have. I got summons to jury duty. Oh, <laughs> you gonna join Obama? I heard he got uh, jury duty too. Yeah, I think he has a better excuse for getting out of it than I do. Mm, I have to run United States. <laughs> Sorry, sir, your excuse is denied. <laughs> that would be rad. <laughs> what about that cat that got summons to jury duty? Did you guys see that? What what? In New Jersey, a cat, uh, so I guess two people listed their cat on their census as a pet, and the cat got summoned to jury duty, and 
when they tried to get it excused, they marked the reason as the cat does not speak English. And they wrote in the little comments, cat, is it's a cat. And the judge denied the, uh, <laughs> the deferral. And so they had to go and basically prove to this judge that, you know, Mr. Pickles or whatever the fuck the thing's name was is, is a cat. Yeah, it was the magical Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> no, I think it was Mr. Pickles. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next topic. Um, can we can we talk about uh, Old Possum's Guide for Practical Cats? What? Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. What's if we're going to talk about Mr. Mistopheles, do you not Come know? On. No. Dude, you Did don't you know Mr. about Broadway? Rumpel Tugger and and you know Grizzle is it Grizzleelda Grizelda? What's her yeah, name? Grizelda, and then uh, Gus the theater cat or something. Thank you. There's, there's people in the chat room who are asking us to talk about cats more. I hate cats. Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, Grizzabella the Glamour Cat. What happened to Raul? He went off he went offline. Uh, I'm so he started, on. He I started just, bashing cats. I accidentally, I kinda I don't accidentally blame hit him. a link. What about and Mungo, got, Jerry, and Rumble Teaser? <laughs> yes. They have a wonderful way of working together. But I'm going to tell you, I think Mr. Mistopheles is, is by far, and Rumpus Cat. The greatest magician has something to learn from Mr. Mistopheles' conjuring And we all say, oh, well, I never, never was there ever a cat so clever as now I have three of you fucking doing that. I'm out of here. <laughs> Jason? Is, is the internet real? Link says that the internet is made of cats. It yeah. is. It is, actually. I'll watch that uh, video later, but we got to move on. That cats. What? No more cats? I, I, I made a... I hate cats, dude. Even the even the Broadway musical Cats, Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's never Webber's seen movie? it. He's never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking awful. Um, yeah, it really is, honestly. That's it bored. is the worst musical ever. Oh, I mean, buddy. I think Springtime for Hitler is better. Um, well, actually, <laughs> you, you, my my story goes is I went to sixth grade uh, Washington trip. You know, it was like the New York Washington kind of trip, and we're like, we're gonna go see a Broadway show, and I'm like, oh, cool, and we see Cats. And I'm like a sixth grader just staring, just like blankly, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think uh, Dennis Miller, back when he was hosting um, Weekend Update, got him old. Um, he had a great joke that said, uh, this week marked the 2000th uh, performance of Cats on Broadway. It also marked the 2000th time a man turned to his wife and said, what the hell did I just see? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty awful. It is awful. Memory, Memory's yeah. the only good song. That's it. Well, Tum Tugger is kind of entertaining, but, you know, that's like watching this David Roy Prance House. It's, it's a great performance. Pieces, cats? Yeah, I'm not watching it. Oh, yeah. By the way, what's the plot of that whole show, anyway? There isn't one. That's the point. Okay. okay. It's just it's the, it's a retelling <laughs> of Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Uh, Amy TF. Grace in the chat room is saying that it's not awful. It's fucking awful. It's well, it's retarded. I, I, I would take Cats over Fame because I just watched Fame on Blu-ray and that was just the worst. No, the movie sucked. Well, I mean, the original movie sucks, but the the performances. I mean, at least there's a beginning, middle, and end. At least there's three acts. Yeah, Cats is just stupid. I mean, it, like I want to kill myself any and every time it's suggested by any of my family that we go see Cats. I've seen a lot of Broadway musicals. I, I've seen a lot of them, and I'm straight. 
and it's kind of cool to be that cultured. And Cats is fucking awful. Okay. It is the worst I've ever seen. I've seen Oklahoma. That's annoying. Wow. I've seen South Pacific. That's pretty annoying. I've seen Rent, and God, I want to kill people. Ah, uh, you don't like Rent? Days. Yeah, AJ AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> hey, I like it. I, I Everyone like has AIDS. I said rent and AIDS at the same time. So anyway. Yeah. Rent AIDS. Raids. Jesus Christ Superstar? Anyone? Hell yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, Wicked. That's the best. Yes. Wicked. Oh. Wicked was kind of cool. They and of course the producers were fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on. Um, our next topic uh, we have two left. Uh, which one you guys want to go with? Uh, Raul's Final Fantasy VII remake not happening, or Jessica's first day as a production artist? Raul. Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Juan. What? 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 <laughs> James? What? Jason. Absolutely nothing. You make it. Jason. <laughs> All right. Well, it's more votes for Jessica. You want to talk about your first day as a production artist and what it actually is? Oh, it's just all procedure. That's what I feel. I realized today, like, you know, it's all teamwork, and one person does one thing, and then the other person they pass it over to another person, and it goes back and forth. And basically, uh, Jessica is a graduate. Uh, graduated. Thanks for not letting me talk. I'm trying to. I'm trying to call her yeah, bitch. Uh, call the her lady bitch. will have this. I'm trying to sell her bitch. Like, I'll order for it. her. Make sure you tell her which women you find more attractive than her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help her out because people probably don't know where she's coming from. You know, want to give a yeah. You know what she could do story. is explain that, huh? <laughs> Being that it's her story and her life and stuff. You yeah. racist, misogynist. Oh, what other words do we have? Statistical. Culturally deficient. Yeah, prick, I think, is in there, too. Yeah, I think prick's definitely in there. God, okay, well, go ahead and... Anyways, before I was uh, rudely interrupted, um, let's see, what happened? Oh, oh, here we go. She can't cool get back about, oh, Thanks, dude. The cool thing... The cool thing about my place is that every Friday, we have you can pay, like, the employees pay $3.50 for a buffet. Um... Mm. You work at IKEA? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and I realized that you know how like can I, when t- you, when, can I hey, tell them where hey, you stop, work? Chop. Chop. <laughs> Owned. Are you done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought, you son of a bitch. Well. Oh, I realized that like in a professional world, like you know how you're supposed to make like folders and layers and specific, you know, labeling. That doesn't really work out in the professional world, I realize. Nope. I spent 45 minutes. Like, like, artist job? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, I spent 45 minutes trying to, like, break down this whole, like, InDesign document. And there was, like, 15 layers, and they weren't even correctly labeled. (laughs) Yeah. You're gonna find very quickly that, uh, Getting it done fast trumps the hell out of getting it done right. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Like, I was looking at it, and my friend's like, don't even worry about it. Just turn it in. I'm like, okay. Yep. All they want to see is what's on the screen. They couldn't give a shit less how it's organized. Yeah. And then I work off of a um, huge format printer. Dude, that printer even has its own um, cutter on it. 
cool. Oh, those things are so rad. The giant <laughs> yeah. It was like the 16 cartridge uh, Canon printer. Wow. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. That's the photo stylus printer? Yeah. Uh, while you're there, do everything you can. Print as many posters and prints and <laughs> artworks as you possibly can because you'll never get another opportunity like that. Yeah, and then I also do um, the printing for uh, backlits for um, those light boxes of the film. Sure, yeah. Yeah, oh, I do wow. those too. Those are fun. Yeah, this is going to be a great job for you. So, I mean, are you are you like a grunt? Are you an artist? What are you doing? I'm just basically doing um, all the artists. Uh, I'm executing all like the posters and printing out the the light box um, posters and um, what else? Um, PDFing, um, doing some changes that the project manager wants. It's very cool. Like it, it's a really cool experience. You know, like especially like it's in the real world setting. Is this with a firm or with a company that's all in-house stuff? It's all. It's a company with in-house. Okay, so you work in the art department of a company. Yeah, in the marketing department. Oh, very cool. That means you get to abuse the stuff even more, actually. <laughs> yeah. I work off mm. of a dinky old Mac Pro, though. It's like hella slow. <laughs> a geeky old Mac Pro. Yeah. It can't like, be that slow. It's not a G5. No, it's not, but it's like... I don't know. It just lags like hell. I don't know. Maybe it's a document. Beach ball of fun. It is. Feels yeah, like it might be just either it's not optimized or you got one of the really bad early editions that like the multiprocessing didn't actually multiprocess ever. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. And I got a mug. I'm part of a club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Did you put your face on the bottom side of the mug? No, are you supposed to? <laughs> IT crowd. That was an oh. IT crowd reference. <laughs> you know when Moss drops his mug? No. Oh, never mind. Yeah, he put, he puts his face like on the bo- underneath of it, you know. And so he's he knows to which one is his. It, it's I, you just got to see it. It's okay. But, no, uh, my favorite. You, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, do you do uh, any of the color trapping stuff? No. Okay, I, I was just curious. Not yet. Not yet. I don't know. That, that's scary. I have a question though. If you're working off of a 16 cartridge, like you know, huge ass printer, like do you use Pantone or do you use CMYK for the printer? Yeah. I mean, if it's 16 cartridge, are you doing? Is it hexachrome or is it uh, like all four color process with shades? What are these it's terms? It's four colored, four color process. Then you would work in CMYK almost all the time because all of their swatches are in Pantone. <clears throat> reason. Well, yeah, because Pantone defaults back out into CMYK. Every value of Pantone okay. can be made with CMYK. Okay, cool. Do you have a swatch book? Do you have a big rainbow book? No, I don't have the money to buy that. <laughs> yeah, oh, you have to buy expensive. them? No, make the company buy them. No way. You could do that? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Nelson's brand new podcast is going to be called How to Survive in the Corporate World. I'm going to give you your first few lessons. Are you ready? Taking notes. Go. Okay, number one, be friends with people, but don't let anyone who isn't your friend know your name. You don't want to take on additional work because you're, quote-unquote, good at it. You'll get paid the exact same amount of money. Uh, number two, yes, the corporation buys everything. Everything. Even training. You take yes. it home. Like, let them forget it ever existed. And if anyone ever asks, you say, well, as a corporate, I don't know, I needed it for a project and I handed it off to somebody. I forget who. You hand it off to yourself. 
It's no, seriously, you think I'm playing? No, because you're not going to get any raises. This is lesson number three. If you take any kind of health care or benefits or anything like that, you've uh, essentially destroyed your ability to get a raise for the rest of your entire career because the cost of health care keeps going up and the cost of your benefits keep going up and it negates your 3%, you know, cost of living raise. So you need to give yourself raises in the form of A, time, and B, shit the company buys for you. This is how it works. You sound so Filipino right now. Well, this is what I'm telling you. Okay, if if we calculate the reason why we have jobs is to earn money, the reason why we earn money is to buy things A, we need, and B, we want, right? The things we buy that we need, yeah, you know, toilet paper, you got to shit, you got to wipe your ass, you got to eat so that you can shit more so you can wipe your ass. These are all, you know, essentials for life. The things we want simply make our time more enjoyable. The goal is to get more time out of the company without losing any of your pay so that you can buy more stuff to make that time more enjoyable. See, it's a raise in the term of enjoyment and fun, which is a raise. So the fourth lesson I'm going to give you is always, always, always show up right on time, like like right on time, and always, always, always leave early. Um, just find your way out of the building, but carry a piece <laughs> of paper with you everywhere you go, and you'll be able to get away with murder. <laughs> if you look like you're going somewhere or know what you're doing and have an intent, you could be doing jackal. And- Absolutely. He's 100% right. If you have a piece of paper in your hand or a – don't do a folder because people might uh, – she just got the folder. They'll start to remember what the folder looks like, but a piece of paper is a piece of paper. Right, And if you just walk around the building with a purpose, and a purpose means don't be too angry, but look frustrated. Always look frustrated. <laughs> I've got like the askew. I've heard you that. I've heard march that. March down the fucking aisle, and then you can go out the building and go have a six-hour lunch if you want. I've heard that like if people see you at a cubicle and you're like like frustrated or mad or something, people won't uh, – your coworkers won't bother you at all. It's – Kind of true. At the same time, people are very oblivious. If you're sitting in your chair, it's almost like people feel like they own your time. That's why you have to be marching around the building with a purpose. Ah, okay. You see? You have to always – you have to put in people's – and now's the time. Now is the time. Your first few weeks of working there are the time to establish yourself as A, motivated, walking somewhere with a purpose, always. <laughs> B, a go-getter who does her job right. And C, make sure you're just a few minutes early. Make sure you stay just a little bit past the time that you need to leave. But take long ass lunches, and when you leave for lunch, march down the aisle with a piece of paper in your hand. <laughs> That's well, really I, good. I think we'll call this uh, episode "Career Building with Joe." <laughs> I, you know, I did it for a lot of years, you know, and I made the mistake of working hard and and doing a good job for a lot yeah, of the places yeah. I worked. And when I figured out the game, <laughs> the game pays regardless of how well you play it. I, yep. I, things got a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, working hard doesn't really get you very far, unfortunately. It's true. You have to work smart. And smart means whatever it is you just said you would do, you do it. But don't agree to do things you don't want to do. Welcome to corporate America, Jessica. This is the truth. I mean, it's really simple. Uh, Don't agree to do anything for anyone who isn't directly above you, ever. Because all you're doing is their work. That's true. And it -hmm. will start to happen. You'll start to see where... Particular coworkers will act like they're your manager because they found a way to get you to do their work by asking you to do favors or can you blah, 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 offer all the input in the world you want. But as long as you don't lift a finger to do it, you're safe. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, and your portfolio is not – this is the last piece of, of knowledge. 
that I learned the very hard way. I actually did it the wrong way for way too long until I quit and formed my own company. But every project you would give any input on, regardless of whether you lifted a finger, is now your project. So go find the most high-profit, high-tier, high-profile things in your company. Go in and start offering opinions. Get people to remember that you were standing there offering an opinion, and now it's on your resume. Like, even if I just printed it out? Sure. You worked on the project. That's true. Yeah, you were a key part of that project. Without you, and certain deliverables wouldn't have been met, would they? Yep. That printout wouldn't have been printed. People couldn't have done what they did. I actually saw that happen to myself the other day. My friend showed off one of the websites that we all designed, and he was like, oh, yeah, I designed this all by myself kind of thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Don't When you leave the company, especially if you're going to list all these projects that you gave some input on, don't let anyone else read your resume. Like that's just dumb. Don't don't. If you decide you're going to leave the company, everyone else in the room should be the last ones to know at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone, even your best friend at the at the company. Don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just it's better that way. Trust me. I think that's why when uh, I used to work with Nelson and all them, they thought I was quitting. Uh, I ducked out to go to Vegas and get married, but I left <laughs> a note behind on my desk that said, "Don't open until later." And we opened the note, and he was like, yeah, I am getting married. Suckers! But, like, two weeks later or something, you said you you left, right? Oh, no, that's when I actually started (laughs) actually leaving. Ah, okay. So, yeah. All right, we have about three or so minutes left on the podcast before we end it for the after show, which is what we don't record and we just talk about shit. And I, I leave the last few minutes for the people in the chat room who've been listening live. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about? Any questions you want to throw at us? Just let us know. Um, and just to say early thank yous. Uh, thank you everyone in the chat room. To Raul, James, Andrew, Jessica, and of course, Mr. Wait, you're, Peacock. You're acknowledging me? Yes, I am acknowledging you. Because I am not a racist and I don't own a plantation. Just a farmville. You own two plantations, right? No. <laughs> All right, so... Awkward. So far, I'm trying not to say anything. Why? I was well, hoping well, you're going to... I was setting you up. I, I was hoping you're going to carry it. Dude, the people who say I'm not a racist... You know, I've not met a single person who's ever said I'm not a racist who wasn't a racist. Mm. Not once. Ever. I would... Every time I'm on the air... You make I, no... I, I, you make no assumptions... On people based on race. None. None. None? Impossible. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Avenue, Q, Avenue Q has taught me everyone's a little bit racist, so there you go. Sometimes. Okay, so can we redact <laughs> bullshit statement that you're not racist? Yes. You're a racist. But everyone is a <laughs> but, little bit racist. But, but dude, Sometimes. When I meet an Indian person, the first thing I want to make sure when I invite them to lunch is that there's vegetarian-friendly items on the menu. That's racist. It's courteous. It's racist. Sorry. You know, courtesy can be racist as well. I mean, it's just one of those things where good people do good things and they still sound bad. Like you're making me sound bad. You're pretty bad. You thought I was going to say the N-word. (laughs) <laughs> and we're going back to the beginning of this podcast. I Dude, guess there's no, no, Why would you say that? I guess yeah. there's no questions uh, from the live chat room. Something about you owning a sweatshop. Yeah. 
No, I don't own a sweatshop. Are you sure? No, I don't. I just have a lot of Nike shoes. That's all. That's all. That's <laughs> pretty much yeah. You contribute to a sweatshop. <laughs> yep. You're disgusting. You disgust me. You racist, child labor loving, sexist, egotistical. Chrissy Skin says that you have a sweatshop too, Joe. What is this? Oh, I'm not denying I don't. I love sweatshop made clothes. They're cheaper. See, I mean, you know, those Walmart. kids, man, they got to earn their 12 cents or whatever. It gives me a nice sneaker with a cushioned sole. <laughs> just for the I'm price not, of their sole. I just, I do not give a crap. I just don't. I mean, it's is someone it, else's problem. Is it true that Walmart uses little kids? Why not? I read that somewhere. Or my friend told me that Walmart uses little kids. I don't know if they use little kids. I mean, especially operating in America. That's one of those things that you can go to forever jail for. Um, but I know they use immigrant labor and lock the doors. That was a big row a while back. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, Here we I, go. I don't, I don't know how many, I don't know who Chrissy Kins is asking this, but, uh, Joe, how many sneakers do you have? I'm guessing he's asking you. Oh, he's I'm asking you. You said you had Snikes. No. I'm- Joe's gone on the stream. Joe's gone. Joe, you're off the stream. Oh no! Can't see his beautiful face. Is it really beautiful? Yeah, oh, the show's no. over. Anyway. No one needs to see yes. my. All right. Well, but I own uh, 112 pairs of shoes. <laughs> okay, Melda Marcos. Yeah, I'm Melda Marcos because she owned a little over 3,000. <laughs> oh, was it three? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Fuck. I, just, I just knew it was a lot, but it was a lot. I, I don't throw my shoes out. I'm actually about to donate 20 pairs to Haiti, actually. Oh, that's good for you. Well, I mean, I'm not going to wear them. them anymore. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, not many size 13s make their way into the Salvation Army or Haiti, so. Mm. Big feet, big socks. Big hands. <laughs> big hands. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Longer strides on the marathon. <laughs> All right. Thank you again to everyone. Uh, usually they're just sprints. I can't last that long. Ouch. Oh, we're talking about running. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, running. Listen to the podcast with masturbation jokes. All right. All right. So listen again every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, where we always have a shuffle of hosts, but usually it's me, Andrew, James, and Raul. I want to thank everyone in the chat room again for listening live. Thanks again to Andrew, James, Jessica, Raul, and Mr. Joe the Peacock. We'll see you in episode 25 next week. I'm not sure what we'll talk about. If the Apple Isolate comes out, then we'll be talking about how fun it is. So, yeah. See y'all. Peace. Nah. Can I press and can I can I stop now? You can do whatever you want, man. It's your podcast. Oh, okay.